0: Welcome Danielswindow.org where we watch and pray. What are we watching and praying for? Praying for our neighbors, watching for uh, what's going on in our cities and what's going on in our nation, in our world. We're praying just like Daniel did. This one's called Cor- uh, Coronavirus, the house that Jack built. The house that Jack built. So let's start in Matthew chapter 7 verse 24 through 27. It says, Therefore, So it's important, you know, um where we build our our house, where we put our faith, who, where we take our stand, it needs to be on the rock. You know, this this particular uh, story that that Jesus is giving, the storms are coming upon everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a sinner or a saint or the color of your skin or what religion you believe in, the storm is coming. But those who have put their uh, their faith and grounded themselves into the word of God, who's placed Himself on in, in Jesus Christ, it says, "The storms will come, but we will not be moved." And it's really strange. I found, out, you know, uh, reading this at one time, I noticed that it has nothing to do with the house. You know, you can have a solid, you know, perfect made house, but it has everything to do with the foundation. In fact, if you ever went to look for a house, you know, to to purchase a house, then one of the things you do is have an inspector come in for the whole house, but you're really looking at the foundation to see if there's any cracks in the foundation because if the foundation isn't right, you're going to have some major issues. And even if building a house, if you don't build your house uh, right when it comes to, you know, when it's slanted or cracked or something else, it's going to really show by the time you get to the roof. And so it's very important that we have a foundation that's rooted and grounded in the love of God through Jesus Christ receiving what He has done for us when these storms come. That's the only way we're gonna be able to show hope to a to a hopeless world is that we're grounded. When the storms come and the winds come and they beat upon the shutters and the windows of our house and the and the and the rains Uh, The flood rises. We still have hope. We are still grounded, you know, and have peace beyond understanding and love beyond knowledge. We can tell people when other people's houses are falling, when it's crumbling, when their faith is crumbling, when their confidence is crumbling, we can still have strong confidence because our confidence is not in the confidence of the flesh, but the confidence in the Lord Jesus and what he has promised us. And and so the Lord showed me at one time Talking about when, you know, I saw this, it wasn't a, quite a vision, but it was, it was like a Samson and God called the new, you know, called me a new covenant Samson. You know, it was like Samson, Old Testament, remember when he repented and came back to the Lord and he was put between two pillars and he shoved the two pillars apart. And it says the whole, um, the whole building collapsed and killed more people than he ever killed before. Um. That well, God showed me because I was getting upset with this world and the way this thing going, and I and all of a sudden I saw the North Pole and the South Pole, and it was like my hands going up, and I just want everything over with. But God corrected me he says, you know, there's nothing wrong with with society is as, as far as as the houses are built and the infrastructure is built. The problem is the foundation. So it says if you're going to be a new covenant Samson, then I want to grab, want you to go ahead and grab these sound. I mean, built houses and move them on a solid rock. Move them away from the sand. And that's too often what we have is we have our cities, we have our nations, we have a world. Too much of of of, of our uh, uh, society is built on sand and not built on the rock of Jesus Christ. Now, why is why is that you know important that is built on this on this rock? Not only can we withstand you know what's coming against us, but to start out here, Matthew chapter seven verse twenty four, it starts out with therefore therefore so Matthew 7 24 but what is Matthew 7 24 through 27 therefore well let's go back to Matthew 7 21 through 23 to find out what Matthew 24 is therefore not everyone who says to me Lord Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven but he who does the will of the Father who is who is in heaven will enter many will say to me on that day lord lord did we not prophesy in your name and your name cast out demons in your name perform many miracles then i will declare them i never knew you depart from me you who practice lawlessness matthew 7 verses 21 and 23 and so So it's important to say you can be a you know a a Christian you can be going to church you can be doing all the things you can even be a pastor and some of these people said we're going out and doing doing things doing miracles saying things in the name of Jesus and still have your house built on sand and not built on the rock of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so when the storms do come, your house is going to fall. Many uh, false prophets are falling right now. Many people are falling away. Many, you know, uh, probably even some pastors that can't, you know, take what's going on and they're falling away. Some church members are going, you know, I'm not here for my brother. I'm here to get my own blessing. So some of them are falling away because of because their house is not their life is not built on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. But, you know, it's better to, to face, you know, to face foundation failure now than find out when it's too late. You know every man is given once to live, to die and face judgment. So if your house does come crumbling down when the storm hits, when your faith does run out and you're in fear, it's better to happen happen now than later so that you can redig that foundation and put that and put your life in into the saving hands of Jesus Christ. So act on the word of Jesus. You know, repent and believe. That's how you move a house off the sand and onto the foundation of Jesus. Repent, repentance towards God and faith in the Lord jesus christ you know we're a lot of people and and it's a good thing we need to do this that you know they're saying that it's faith and not fear and we're talking to christians we're talking to those who who have picked up their cross who've taken up the cross and following jesus christ that we don't have to have fear we have faith but if you do have fear, and even after being, you know, witnessed to, and even after being encouraged, and even after giving scriptures like Psalms 91, and, and, and say the Lord will never leave us and forsake us, if you still have fear, maybe because your house is on sand and not on rock. And so we need to have repentance towards God and have faith in the, in the Lord Jesus Christ that he is well able to take us. Jesus has taken the disciples through storms before. And of course, they got to the middle of the middle of crossing over and they were having a near faith failure and then Jesus had to come and save them and take them on the other side but it's better to have your house crash here and now than later in fact the scripture talks about those who are in Christ Jesus we're going to face uh, a face a judgment a judgment seat of Christ it's not a judgment of sin but it's a judgment of, of righteousness and what we have done with our resources what we have done with our time and what we've done with what we with the light that God has given us and it says, many people, they're, that, that everything will be burnt up, all their works will be built, burnt up, but then the selves will be saved because of their faith in Christ, and they'll make it. So it's better to have things on fire now. It's better to be tested here and now, so anything that we're doing that's not founded on the rock of Jesus, let it collapse now, so, so when we get to that day of judgment, we don't have to face all the loss then and there you know and so it's, it's so as we go through this we're going to be tested we're going to be tried our faith will be tested scripture says we will be tested Scripture talks about you know uh, going on to mark 9 uh, 49 through 50 it says for everyone will be salted with fire salted is, salt is good but if salt becomes unsalted with what will you make it salt again? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. Every person is going to be salted with fire. And we got to know that. Even one of us is going to have trials and tribulations. Every one of us is going to have our faith tested. And that's a good thing. That's a God thing. And Satan is not even involved in those things. And now, we do believe, you know, the coronavirus is definitely not something that God sent. Sickness and disease is not something he inflicts his people on or even his enemies on. It's, you know, Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Satan is the God of this world. Satan is the one that causes those things but God, you know he did get God's okay on it because God is a just God and he's had to allow you know us to reap what we've sown he's, he's had to allow you know certain things to take place because God is a just God but if we if we are not belong in the kingdom of darkness but rather belong in the kingdom of light and our house is built on that rock and the lighthouse is Jesus when the storms come we will weather through the storm we'll make it to the other side Jesus slept in a boat when the storm came You know, and and he was waking up by the disciples because the disciples are asking him, says, do you not care that we're going to die? Well, I wonder how many of us are going to be in that same boat with disciples with Jesus, seeming like Jesus is sleeping, and asked God, do you not care that we're going to die? But Jesus got up, rebuked the storm, and then rebuked them, "What? where is your faith? And Jesus wasn't rebuking them because they didn't rebuke the storm. Jesus was at peace. He was asleep. He knew the storm could not touch him. He knew that no evil can come near his dwelling. He knew that when the Father said, go to their side, they were going to make it to their side. And there was no devil in hell that was going to stop it. And so we need to you know take some rest. And while the storm is going on, we need to take some rest at the bottom of the boat, knowing that we're going to make it to their side. If we do get up and rebuke some storms, it should be on the behalf of other people that that their faith is lacking you uh, know that they're they're full of fear so we can help them get to their side because we don't want to just get to their side by ourselves but we want to bring many people to the other side so we will be salted and says have salt in yourselves we need to know we need to be well and grounded that Jesus has a hold of us and we need to know that he loves us that he cares for us that he'll never leave us forsake us that even if we did the worst sin he's always going to be there for us as long as we you know we repent he's always going to be there to you know cause and help us repent and want us to repent but he's always going to get us out remember adam and eve remember when they sinned and you know and, and god had to remove them from the garden but god gave her a promise not only did god gave her a promise but he closed them he spoke to them and says i got a plan for this i can't stop this judgment you did the wrong thing i got to kick you out of this and, you know out of this penthouse and now you're going down to the slums but I'm here for you. I'm going here I made you some clothes. Wear these clothes cuz it's really thorny out there. And and I got a plan the seed of this woman is going to crush the head of the serpent. So don't give up on me. I'm going to get you out of this. I don't, you know, uh, and so, no matter how bad you messed up your life, no matter how many bad decisions you make, God is not backing away from you. As long as you have a repentant heart, as long as you want Him in your life, as long as you receive Jesus Christ, as I want you, I messed up, I screwed up. You know, help me. He's going to be there, right there for you, and to bring us through this kind of things. So, so now let's go down to Mark, uh, Mark 38 uh, through through 48, and it says. Uh, now Jesus said to him, Teacher, um, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to prevent him because he was not following us. But Jesus says, Do not hinder him, for there is no one who will perform a miracle in my name, and be able to soon afterwards speak evil of me. For he was not against us, is for us. And for whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because of your name as followers of Christ, truly I say to you, he will not lose his reward. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believed st- believe to stumble, it would be better for him if If a heavy millstone was hung around his neck and be cast in the sea, if your hand caused you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life crippled than having your two hands to go into hell into unquenchable fire where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. If your foot caused you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame than having your two feet to be cast into hell. Where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. If your eye quenches you or causes you to stumble, throw it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes, to be cast into hell, where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. Mark chapter nine, verses thirty-eight and thirty uh, forty eight. This is kinda of like the same thing the storm beats around the house. Uh, beating on the house, you know, if we suffer loss through the season, it's better to suffer loss now so that we can move whatever part of the house we don't have on solid foundation, which is Jesus. We can move it now because we don't want to suffer things now. And and you know, I, I uh, we need to take this warning from Jesus very very seriously. You know about not hindering people not hindering ourselves many times we hinder ourselves because we have an eye that you know seeks evil we have an eye that's looking at the wrong things and we have a you know hands are doing the wrong things and you and, and, and so forth and Jesus is really serious you know this is how serious he's talking about if your if your hand uh, rings uh, cause you to stumble then cut it off if your eye causes you to stumble then pluck it out if your foot causes someone, then cut it off. I don't think any of those things. If you actually did those things—pluck out your eye, cut off your foot, and cut off your hand—that's that, going to keep you from sin, because sin is not of the body. Sin is is in their nature. It's in the flesh, but he but he's telling us how serious this is that we need to take care of this uh, care of those things because it's hindering the gospel. We don't want to be one of those people that hinders the gospel, not only in our life but other people's life. And so, all this t- during this time, if we're using our eyes and our hands and our feet, and, re- and not to help people, but only to help ourselves, we're hindering the gospel. We're going to find out that our house is at least not completely built on the on the on the a foundation of the Lord Jesus we don't want to be a stumbling block we don't want to interject doubt and unbelief into people's life we don't want to be a poor example of a christian so we need to stand strong the only way we're going to stand strong is finding out where our house is built and so we want to be careful during this time and season about what's going on and if you are doing anything in your life that jesus is knocking on the door you know there's two things knocking on the door there's a virus knocking on the door and there's jesus knocking on your door uh, the virus is at the back door jesus is at the front door so you want to answer the front door and because Jesus will take care of the virus he's not here to judge you Jesus said I didn't come here to judge you but I came to save you but my words on the last day won't judge you if you don't repent and so Jesus wants to come into our house he wants to cleanse cleanse us from you know all sin like I said it's not saying that that if somebody gets sick or somebody dies it is because there's sin in their life because they haven't repented uh, and talked about many times how there are other things, but we have also talked about how Jesus said, you know, if we don't repent then we do open the door We do walk in darkness and whatever is in the power of darkness has the power over us. So it's in our best uh, Even you know, it's in our best uh, Benefit to to let let open the door and make sure Jesus comes in and deals with whatever sin that we have not been dealing with because Jesus is the light and if Jesus turns on the light in our life and tells us to clean up this room you know, by repenting and asking for his help, then we need to do that. But if we turn off that light, then what do you have left? Walking in darkness. We know the power of darkness is in is in the devil's hand. The power of light is in is in Jesus' hand. So we during this time and season that we fight this coronavirus, both spirit, soul, and body. Spirit mean by the word of God, soul meaning by our emotions and, and keeping control of our thoughts and our body meaning doing what we have to physically do. To, uh, to keep the sickness from taking our household and, and breaking down our house, we need to do. Coronavirus, the house that Jack built, a danielswindow.org, where we watch and pray.